Today's podcast is brought to you by Eggshell Light Company. For over 45 years, Eggshell Light Company has been the go-to specialty shop handling the lighting needs for all that grace the shores of beautiful Hawaii. Combining the artistic methods of the theater with the speed and efficiency of the musical touring industry, they have pioneered event lighting throughout the Hawaiian Islands. They specialize in supply of top shelf equipment and designers for broadcast concerts, corporate, and special events. From the smallest weddings to televised concerts and the largest corporate clients, they know this is your most important event. It is their goal to make sure you feel that way. Aloha from Eggshell Light Company. Welcome everyone to another episode of LD at Large Podcast. My name is Chris Lose. I am the designer relations developer at Ayrton Lighting as well as columnist for PLSN Magazine. It's another day of self-isolation. I'm doing my very best to stay safe, wearing a mask, wash my hands as often as possible. I am trying to do everything I possibly can to uh, stay safe and make sure that we can get back to work as soon as possible. Sometimes I feel that uh, there's other people that are not taking it quite as seriously as we are, but that is the nature of the beast. I know that we're trying. We're doing everything we can to get people to trust that we can do events safely, that we can, even if we have to do them at half capacity, a quarter capacity, we're human beings. We love entertainment. That's what we are here to do. We are here to feel things and see things and sit together in rooms and all uh, experience the fact that we're all part of the similar consciousness and we're all in this crazy world getting flipped upside down, round and round, trying to do the very best and show love. So, uh, I don't know if what we're doing is doing any good, but I know that doing nothing does no good. So let's, uh, let's see what we can do to raise some awareness. Uh, along those lines, I to be joined today by two very special guests in Las Vegas. I've got Vicki Claiborne. She is the training manager for the Americas at Disguise. I also have Andrew Gumper. He is the owner and president at AG Production Services out of Las Vegas. Uh, they are regional and national directors for We Make Events. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I know you're both very busy. Uh, thank, thank you for having us on. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. I am. I was very happy to go and take part in the very first We Make Events down on the Las Vegas Strip. It felt really to see all the friends that I've been missing so dearly for these last few months. It really felt like a like a moment like we are we're not just co-workers anymore we are we're best friends and we're we're in a situation where we really need support and uh, show solidarity so thank you for organizing that one and i look forward to the next one how did you guys get tossed into this mix so uh, let's start with vicky let's start with vicky here start with andrew because he was actually okay. on the i guess the the original kind of how it organically grew yeah. if that's if okay so, let's start with andrew yeah so on our uh, weekly wednesday afternoon uh, happy hour with marcel and a bunch of uh you know the drunken division of the lighting industry there was a plan hatched to uh kind of do what UK had just accomplished. They had done okay. on the Tuesday prior, they had done a very big push and a very big uh, initiative, making the whole of the UK red and showing awareness for our industry. Yeah, I saw the and, London Eye. That was very, uh, very impressive. Yep. And uh, in typical 
fashion from Marcel and the whole group, we all decided let's outdo it. You know, nice. let's, let's do three times the size of what they did and take it nationwide. And so I was one of the core group of 10 people that kind of hatched the plan and figured out the message, the, the plan, and then we took it public and added all the national, or the regional directors to it. And since the Las Vegas event was already happening um, and there was already kind of a big push, that's where I brought Vicky in to take charge on that side of things. Right on. Good choice. Uh, Vicky's uh, well known for getting some words out and uh, helping people get some attention. Well, on I, this, that's, it's all about attention. Exactly. That's, that's what brought me to this is, you know, I am one of the fortunate ones to still, you know, be working and uh, I have a company that fully supports this effort, but there, there has been, you know, some uh, career changes in my life that have put me in a position to be able to do that prior to this developing, right? So I found myself with an opportunity last year. And then in retrospect today, you know, I realized that this is where I was meant to be. So I'm, I'm happy to be here, right? But, um, but then I, you know, I, I'm here in Las Vegas. So I'm surrounded by my friends. I've been here a long time. I've worked shows with folks. I've done shows at all these venues with folks and they see my friends here really struggling. And I, there, I have an absolute, I don't know, I keep saying compulsion, but I, I feel compelled to, I cannot sit still. I cannot sit here and not do everything that I can to, uh, to try to help my friends and my loved ones that I, I see uh, not being able to pay their rent, maybe not even be able to put foot on the table. We've got school just starting back up, you know, and I'm, it's like, we have to do something. I, I have to do something. So that's what got me into this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These are, it, this came up on a, on a recent podcast where we don't even realize how quickly it happens because it's so incremental and gradual, but you, they go from being coworkers so quickly in our industry because we're, you know, either we live on a bus or we just, we're forced into a situation where we have to build lasting relationships so quickly. Right. And when we lose events, we not, we lose not only our profession, but our hobby, our passion, our livelihood, our friends. It's, it's it means extended, everything to a lot of us. That's right. It's an extended family. And, and, you know, I try, I've been trying to share with people this analogy of, you know, doctors go to school, lawyers go to school, they dedicate their whole life to creating the, the, the skills and the, and the knowledge base to be able to do that craft. We've done the same thing. We have dancers, we have performers, we have, uh, you know, uh, backstage engineers, audio, video, lighting, I'm just costumes. I don't want to leave costumes. They always seem to be left out, that kind of thing. There's, we've all dedicated our lives to something we're passionate about. And now it's being ignored. Our business is being ignored. And it's, it's not, I, I don't truly fully understand why everyone thinks that entertainment is just, it's not essential because it's more than just in entertainment. That walk you spoke of that we arranged here in town last week really was for us. It wasn't about the turning the buildings red. It was about, hey, we're still here. Like we have a lot of people, we're still here and no one's paying attention to us because there's maybe other things that are drawing your attention in other directions. And 
And that for me is the most difficult thing in this is just not, is knowing and seeing that people just need help and they're, they're and they're not being seen or heard or, you know, that kind of thing or considered essential. Like you're mm-hmm. ah, all of that. But there's people in this industry. I mean, think about this, the, the shoemakers for the dancers. This is not just the one entertainer that you see on the stage that might have enough money to last. And we've got, great. I mean, that's what they do. That's there should be rewarded, but you can tell I'm passionate about this. So I'm going to try to <laughs> wrap that up, but you know, it's just, it, the range of professions um, is deep, right? The, the range of specialties and supporting businesses, it's, it's trucking, it's catering, it's, it's, you know, dry cleaning for the costumes for heaven's sakes. I mean, there's things that it's a ripple effect that goes beyond just, you know, the, the, the performer that you see on stage, there's this whole world. It takes a village, right? It takes a village Mm -hmm. to, to get to that point and moment in time to give your audience a memory that they will keep forever. And that's why we're doing what we do to begin with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, I hate to blame us, but it's partly our fault because that's our job is to not be seen. Our yeah. job is to put the focus and the intention on the message. And if, if we mess up, that's the only time that we're ever noticed is like, Oh man, the sound or the lighting or the video or something or the costumes. It's our, our sole purpose is to not be recognized, but now it's our turn. You know, it's, it's our turn. We, like we're the ones that need help. We've been here providing support yeah. and emotions and and uh and vital concerts and yeah, we've kept everyone happy when they were in a bad mood now it's you know we exactly. need that that's right yeah. it's it's fair it's fair play now it's we, we need we need your help now and it's within our industry and especially outside of our industry those are the people who are affected the even more they're the ones that don't have concerts they don't have their corporate events they don't have their gatherings if Without gatherings, what you know? It, it's a, it's it's not. There, there's a real the human factor to our business to begin with, right? Like, it this more and more and more makes me appreciate the fact that of being in that audience with five thousand people cheering on your favorite band. There, that in and of itself is a happening. It's a moment in time you're sharing with five thousand people that you'll only create in that one moment. And we are isolated in our homes and and. We're, you know, trying to connect through this virtual world of Zoom. And quite honestly, what I'm seeing and what I'm starting to hear is everyone suffering Zoom fatigue. No offense to Zoom. Thank mm-hmm. goodness there's a company that, you know, uh, several, that's not the only one. But, yeah. you know, if, if we didn't have Zoom, like we didn't have that, I mean, where would we be right now? It's just, yeah. we are humans. We need to connect. And, and events are our way of, of letting go of the heaviness of the world for just a two hour portion. And you want to share it and you want to be with your family and friends and all that stuff. And we're just not able to do that right now. And it's not, I'm not suggesting in any way, shape or form that we open up before it's, uns- I mean, before it's safe, I, you know, I, that's not what this act is all about. That's not what this movement is all about. It's about getting support and help financially for everyone while we're not working until we can open up safely. And, and I, I think 
you know, if that message, if there's one takeaway from this altogether, why we are doing this and why we are creating this movement is to, to try to help financially get financial support extended for people who need the help to get through till we can do what we love again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's exactly what we're looking for. I mean, we're just, just need some help. I would prefer it come from uh, all the people that benefit the most from the concert goers and stuff like that. But if it has to come from the politicians, that's who it needs to come from. We need, yeah. it needs to be available. And I, a much younger me used to take pride in not collecting stuff like that but the, a, a much older wiser me says that's my money i i need some of that money back give it yeah, give me some and, of my money back when i need it we're being forced to not work like we were the yeah. first industry to shut down we're going to be the last one that's allowed back mm -hmm. so yeah. if you can't have a gathering over 50 people how do you have a concert you know and that's we're yeah i mean trust me i'd love to go back to doing shows tomorrow and not need government help but yeah. until we're allowed to do that the government's our only option yeah so let's kind of get into that what is it that uh we make events and red alert restart so, is uh, is, push, is advocating for so we've done kind of a national awareness campaign scheduled for september 1st to gain awareness for the events community as a whole, which includes every aspect of the events community and then beyond. The goal for awareness is kind of a twofold push. We're pushing for a big, big lighting campaign because that's what we do, or a lot of us do, mm -hmm. uh, to light buildings red and using either existing infrastructure or bringing in our in own infrastructure to accomplish that, as well as boots on the ground and showing the people, um, road case pushes, marches, you know, anything to show that this is more than a couple of performers that are okay and not working. It's mm -hmm. the entire background and the backstage crew that needs help. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine we, we, uh, employ over 12 million people, uh, just nationwide. And I would even say that's probably a small estimate because that's yeah. probably a direct number and they're not mm -hmm. thinking about every other, every other aspect that comes into play. You know, every stadium, all the food service workers are out, like ticket takers. They're not yeah, considered events people, but they're still in our cause. Yeah. So I would say that number is probably a lot bigger. There's a figure, you know, we started when we, we started planning the, uh, event walk, events and entertainment walk in Las Vegas last week, there were statistics that one of our uh, team members had actually done a, a, a real study and a real collection of research. And, and so the number 67,000, roughly, it could be closer to 68,000 people alone in, in, uh, in Las Vegas alone in the entertainment industry is is a number that we started sharing with people just in this one city. We have 67,000 people that this has directly impacted. And, you know, we are a huge country and every city has events. And so when you start to add that up across the nation, you are looking easily at 12 million and beyond as I've kind of in my gut, I know it's more than 12. Mm -hmm. So the reality is, is I, you know, what are we at 330 million people, something like that in the country? 
And, mm -hmm. and in the larger scale of, of, of uh, professions, we've never really been considered a real profession in some people's eyes. And so I feel to me that that's where and why we're not considered essential. But until we get deemed essential, then we are the last to open. And, right. and, and so what does that mean exactly? Like I really went down the rabbit hole of this in the last few weeks, but you know, you look at these athletes, I mean, I call them athletes cause that's what they are. These performers and I'm not advocating, I'm not a performer. I couldn't do what they do, but these people have dedicated their lives to just doing one specific thing. And that thing is maybe running on the outside of a spiraling wheel. You know, mm -hmm. and they do it well. And now you're saying those people don't matter and go get another job. I just, it's unfathomable to me that there's not recognition of the industry, number one, and no support for the people that are out of work. And, and yeah, so there I go again. <laughs> yeah, this isn't uh, 18th century London anymore where there's just a bunch of vagabonds on the other side of the river trying to you know, throw popcorn at uh, some artists and stuff like that. We're, we're an industry we're an now. Industry. We are, we're a business. We're a business. We're professionals. We're a multi-trillion, uh, I want to say trillion dollar industry. I, I don't know the exact. We have to do this. We have cut our teeth, lived, breathed, and bled for this industry mm -hmm. all of our lives. And, and it, it is it is a real industry in this country, in the world. It's not just this country; it's the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, at this point, what we're looking for is more venues nationwide, in particular Vegas, in particular, to just turn it red for September first from nine p.m. to midnight. We're hoping that as many people can, uh, whether it be a large venue, a small venue, if it be your your front porch, if it is. Anything that you have available that you can turn red. The neighborhood bar to <laughs> stadiums. You know, we yep. are going for everything and certain places can't do the outside just because it's a black building. We're asking them to take pictures of the inside. Mm -hmm. um, and then share the pictures. We're hoping basically on September 1st and onwards, it's a social media takeover. And these yep. hashtags become so big that they have to be noticed. That's right. You, they can't be ignored. I mean, we're, yeah. we're a grass, we're grassroots. It's start, you know, we're, we're attacking this from top and bottom on this movement. So at some point it just won't be able to be ignored anymore. The most important or the primary hashtags are hashtag we make events. Correct. So hashtag... we make events is the primary hashtag. Red alert restart is the secondary. This is all pushing for the restart act and Congress to move on that. As far as people getting involved, there's a Facebook page, We Make Events North America, as well as a website, wemakeeventsorg And there is plenty of information on both of those for how to sign up, how to get in touch with your local groups, and how to, you know, how to help. For my audience members who are in and out of the industry, please go to the website we make events.org there is a place there where you can go and uh, it's just a few clicks and you can send an email to all of your local representatives it's through the action network it's so simple so easy you can even manipulate the letter to say whatever is on your on your mind it is a copy and paste sort of thing that you can do very easily and then it makes it very generic but you can also change the wording to be 
far more specific and far more uh, direct from you. It's so easy. It, it, it takes just a few clicks and it means so much to so many people. The, the technology, like you said, I, I love and I hate that it's so simple and easy, like, like Zoom. I love the fact that we have this available to us. I hate that it, it's, it's impersonal. Yeah. But at the same time, that's, we got to do every little thing we have available. If, if we could march down to the courthouse and demand, I would do it. But it's just not, uh, not the world that we're in right now. Six feet apart right now, you can march. Right. Six feet apart, wear your mask, wash your hands, yep. do it as safely as possible. But make our voices heard that if we don't get through this, and, it, and when it comes time that we get the all clear, if those people aren't available to start doing events again, we're not going to... We're not going to have the celebratory back to normal times. It's it's going to be lackluster, and it's going to be a lot of people. There be, you know, mowing lawns and bagging groceries. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not what they were. That's not their passion. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that have taken that step, and that's, you know, good on them for pivoting and, uh, and, and lasting. You know, there are two sides to it. There are people that have made the pivot and gone into other aspects of work and some of them are happy some are miserable and can't wait to get back to our side of things mm -hmm. but then the alternative is there is a lot of stuff out there like there's not a lot of work out there for people no and then you've got you know my situation i've got a company and i still need to pay rent i still need to pay the electric bills i still need to pay you know the mortgages and there's no income so, you know, I'm doing everything I can with my company to try and change and be, you know, moving forward and shift areas of business. But this is, you know, more than just the company and more than just me, it's, it's the entire industry. And there's a ton of people in exact same situations as me and everyone else. I'm, I hear you. And I hate to say that we, we got tricked, but we were so self-assure our industry was terrorism proof it was recession proof yeah like this was the thing that brought us together when shit really hit the fan and and the the, the tougher times got the more everyone, we were necessary everyone always wanted an escape and always wanted to go to a concert that's right and us? now they're told they can't and because it's fun people don't think of it as work right? There's a real dissociation mm -hmm. about what it takes to do one of these shows. You know, it, you don't just, you know, wake up one day and, and, and I'm going to do a plug here. You don't learn how to program a lighting console or a media server or, you know, run a business. I mean, you, you, it takes time and skill and, and, and that's the part that's missing is that disconnect. I think for a lot of people between, Oh, okay well those people you know they they got lots of money well no 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 some of those people yeah. the performers right but not all of the people involved have enough resources and reserves to last them an indefinite period of time it's just not even like it doesn't make sense that they would not see that yeah for every one artist you see there's 300 of us that uh, that you don't see yep exactly um. exactly I would go as far to say that bartenders were the only ones, that was the only profession I thought was more bomb-proof than us. And now even them, they're, well, no, they're the bartending was my backup, backup plan, and even that's not a backup plan anymore. Here in you know? Vegas, we had bartenders come out for the event. We had, 
you know, it's Las Vegas. We did have the adult entertainment community come out to yeah. support. You know, I, I'm not, it, there's so many different types of entertainment, right? There's, there's sporting events. Here in Long, I got to do this. I got to say this. There are two brand new event centers in this town alone that cannot earn money to pay for them. The, the uh, Allegiant Stadium, thank you, and the, uh, um, the brand new convention center. My brain is just going crazy. But both of those are brand new empty buildings that we cannot use until who knows when, right? Like who knows when. Will we ever see people in those buildings again? And it's, you can't keep going like that. You can't. It's, uh, it's not just the people that, are, that belong in that building. It's the people that surround that building. It's, all, it's entertainment sales. It's group sales. It's ticketing. It's, it's, it's uh, Travel agents are closing because they can't, no one can go anywhere to go. Like Vegas is a tourist destination right? Yeah. People come here to spend their money to see shows and have fun. Well, there's travel agents going out of business because there's nobody coming to, to Vegas. So they're starting to be affected. It's, it just, it's, it's an endless ripple effect of what's mm -hmm. happening with the shutdown of our industry. And that's why we're asking for financial support for our people in, in directly impacted by this, and, in, and it's, this shutdown. it's the entire country. It's more than just us. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I'm focused on Vegas, but yeah, you're we're right. the events, and and it's more than the events industry, though. This is, you know, we're bringing light to us, but this act actually helps everyone. It helps anyone that's had a loss of income, and the extend uh, PUA is, yep. you know, all of this is more than just the events industry this is everyone that's out there that's hurting this year right hashtag 2020 absolutely <laughs> hashtag 2020 <laughs> and we're, we're almost out of time too but uh for my audience if if you can't send an email if you can't turn something red if you can't do any of the other things that we've asked uh, or requested just reach out to some of your friends who you know are in the entertainment industry Please, just a phone call, a text, a Facebook message. Don't, uh, don't try and disagree with them in any way. Just kind of reach out and say, hey, how you doing? Uh, can I chop wood? Can I send you some bread? Anything. Just yeah, There's a sure. lot of people out there. And if you just, just reach out, check in, uh, make sure that uh, everybody's going to make it through this. So that's the core. That's the core of this whole message. It's all about people. This message is about the people, our fa our extended family. And that's our, it. This, we're a big family. Yeah. We're an extended family and we care about each other and we support each other through everything, including the difficult times like you're talking about. People are struggling with, I mean, there's a real sense of depression that's, that's happening. And and we're starting to see that in, in, in our friends. And it's, we, we have to do, what we can do to support each other right now. And that's why I'm here. I know it's why Gumper's here. Yeah. Absolutely. When I get down, when I get depressed, when I, when the world seems too much, I go to a concert and I stand in a room with people that are like-minded and we listen to uh, messages of love and compassion and, and unity. And we don't have that right now. Yeah. And nope. so we get, we got a, we, that's irreplaceable but we need band-aids to, to help us out with that for we sure. Need to make it so that when we are allowed to come back, we can come back. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. 
That is the the very best way to end this one. Uh, let's make it so that uh, coming back is possible. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you both so much for taking the time. I really appreciate this. No, thank, thank you, you for Chris. having us on. Yeah, exactly. And thank you for what you're doing as well, because I mean, you you are doing a unique service in our industry, and it's in and it's much appreciated. And it's and it's just thank you. Thank you for inviting us. I don't know if I'm what I'm doing is helping, but I know doing nothing. Does don't does nothing. nothing doesn't it do anything? Yep. That's yep. right. Right. Well, keep doing it because you're doing a great job. <laughs>